This is the Steve Zabin Show. You don't know what the hell you're doing! On the Team 980 and the Team980.com. What the hell is he doing? Here he is, the Zabe. A lot of good text feedback. Thank you guys for being out there for us. We're happy and proud and humbled to be out here for you guys, trying to keep everyone sane during this sportsless time. Uh, I had eschewed Scott going into my normal haunts, uh, the 7-Eleven in downtown Purcellville, Virginia, and seeing my man Prad, who is a huge sports fan, huge American sports fan, loves his uh, European sports, soccer, but is a big Cowboy fan. Ugh. Anyway, he, uh, he works there. He runs the, runs the shop. And, I, I mean, I've been in that shop, in that 7-Eleven every day, sometimes twice a day, mm-hmm. for years. And just in the last two months during this i've said eh, you know what i'm gonna swerve i'm gonna swerve wide of going in to a place like that and i've finally kind of ginned up the courage and i've desired i need that wet cold big gulp chock full of ice with mm-hmm. a with a splash of cherry and a splash of vanilla you are it's, it stays puncher. cold it's wet it's mm. And I went in there and I saw him for the first time in a long time. And it was like, hey, what are you doing? And, you know, and he and I commiserated because every time I would come in, we'd always talk sports. And, you know, if the Capitals were in a slump, he'd like, what's wrong with the Capitals? Same thing for the Nats. And we'd talk trash during football season, Cowboys, Redskins. He's a Cowboy guy, right? Yeah. And it just reminded me of just how miserable everybody who loves sports is right now. We know there are bigger concerns, life and death concerns and everything else. But uh, on, on top of it all, it's the missing of the sports that's killing us. But we'll get through it. All right. John Aran joins us now from Sports Business Journal, our friend, media reporter. Johnny, good evening, sir. How are you today? Doing great, Dave. How are you? Doing fine, thanks. So there is a lot of sports media stuff that is swirling right now. Most of it's bad as you count up the potential losses and whatnot, right? And I guess Disney... Silver linings. I'm going to try on this call, though. I know. I know. Um, I guess my main question is this. If if leagues are able to spool up and play in front of empty buildings, but at least on TV, how does that shake out financially? Do they get paid the full rack rate for what they would have gotten? from the networks, or is there going to be some horse trading, some discounts, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, they'll get uh, – the, right now, if everything goes as planned, they'll get pretty – they'll get the full freight from the from the national networks. The problem okay. is nobody I've talked to thinks that they're, they're going to be fans at games for the rest of the season. And so the, everybody talks about the network money and how big the network money, and it is – but it's really between like 40 and 60% of all revenues that go to a given team. I mean, they're giving up the gate. They're going to give up parking. They're going to give up beer and soda and hot dogs. They're going to give up merchandise. And so even for them to, to start up, even with all this, to, to get this media money, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be taking a haircut. It's going to be, it's going to be a tough uh, situation for, for a while. Are, are any franchises going to be in jeopardy? Uh, not that you would vaporize them, but let's put it this way. Are any owners going to have to sell their sports team? Yeah, I think so. I think that, that, that 
Uh, I can't identify any of them right now, but we're certainly looking into it. And the ones that are have a lot of cash on hand are the ones that are going to be fined. Uh, the, the ones that are really highly leveraged and uh, borrowed a lot in order to afford, you know, the, the, the huge amount of franchise fees that, uh, that, that these teams cost. You know, those are the ones that, that, that are going to be in trouble. And those are the ones that, that we're sort of keeping our eye on and seeing what happens. John Alrand covers media beautifully for the Sports Business Journal at Alrand, O-U-R-A-N-D underscore S-B-J. Joins us here on the Zabe Show on a Tuesday, Team 980, Team 980 app, 95.9 FM. John, ESPN could never have imagined that Last Dance would be this big. And when we remember it ratings-wise, will there be an asterisk because it's basically quarantine TV? Uh, a little bit. And, you know, the uh, actually earnings call – Disney earnings call is going on right now, and they just said that the primetime ratings for ESPN are up over last year, uh, over last April, which is oh solely down to the NFL draft, which uh, which did great numbers, and solely down to uh, to to the um, the Last Dance, which is doing just it's the most watched sports documentary of all time by far, doubling the the. Um, I think it was the Bo Jackson one uh, comes in second, but doubling that. But it may. I would imagine it could be a Pyrrhic victory because what advertisers are buying into those numbers right now? Not the not the same kind of ad, advertiser that, that that you would expect. And there's a lot difference between doing something that's uh, advertisers want to get into live sports programming. They still don't want to do like scripted or, or even documentary programming. And I think you can tell when you watch a show that that it's not the traditional beer restaurant car buyers because there's no restaurants open or, 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 you know, and it's uh, the, the, the beer companies are just, they're not, they're not buying right now. They're every, if you look across, not just sports, but across media from newspapers, magazines, uh, digital and, and television, uh, the ad spending has really, it, it's not quite zero, but it's pretty close. I mean, it's really dropped off the board. John, speaking of which, any thoughts on the KBO on ESPN and even the the virtual Derby of Champions with the Triple Crown winners that ran? It was live, but it it wasn't necessarily sports. Still, NBC filled a block of programming. They had to get some ad space for that, I'm guessing. Yeah, you know, they filled a block of programming. It got uh, apparently about uh, 1.5, 1.6 million viewers uh, watching it. Um, You know, the Fox did the e-racing around a NASCAR race, you know, they got right around a million viewers coming in to watch that. So they're, they're getting some numbers that, you know, are, are okay numbers. I mean, they're, they're not bring the bank numbers, but they're, they're okay numbers. They're able to sell a little bit off of it, but it's, it's not nearly like having, you know, the NBA NHL playoffs going on right now, obviously. And as far as the Korean baseball on ESPN, I don't know what the goal is aside from overnight buzz. I know that Zabe didn't stay up. I know that I didn't get up early. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure they're going to be rolling it around the clock, but it's still going to be baseball on delay. What's what's the thought? One a.m. Uh, apparently in these Korean leagues, the bat flips. You, you you just watch for the home run to get a perfect <laughs> yeah. bat flip and all that. Uh, I th- they they reran the the, uh, the the game at two o'clock on ESPN two, so so you could. Tune in there, and I, th- I think it's just a, a chance just to get some live programming. ESPN got a lot of sort of media buzz, uh, or not not a lot, some media buzz for for doing the deal. I, it's nothing more than that. It's, uh, it, it didn't cost them a ton, and it, it fills up some hours with live programming, which is what they want. 
Are there any potential winners or startups or niche companies that could actually thrive in the coronavirus sports era? I'm thinking about technology company that's that technology companies that come up with widgets or things to help facilitate fans feeling safe inside stadiums or ways to do things differently than before. Are are there potential winners that will come out of this? I'm sure there's got to be a few. Yeah, there are, there are a bunch of them uh, and and they're all uh, in uh, TV production. It's because right now, if you, if you take a look at the way they did the uh, NFL draft, like everybody's doing it remotely. Uh, The, the idea that you need to spend, uh, send like, two or three big production trucks and have everybody cramped in these production trucks. Like they're, they're figuring out how to do it without sending people to the venues and, and, and remotely. Right. It's going to be a huge cost savings for the networks. Uh, it's going to irritate a lot of production people that like coming and staying at the four seasons and having an expense account. Uh, but it's, 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 uh, there are a bunch of, including one local company a Kiswi, uh, which I think the Leonces is have a, uh, uh, have a stake in um, is, is one of the ones that's really doing a lot in terms of that. Uh, so in other words, maybe this would kill some of the big on-site pregame shows where they fly in all the big stars and have them sit around and, 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 you know, rack up expense reports at their hotel and at restaurants. God, I hope so. <laughs> now, <laughs> actually, if, if you have uh, the NBA finals, you're going to see, you're going to see that. But I think if you, if you have a midweek NBA game, they're figuring out how to do things where, you know, it's not necessarily the, the announcers being remote, although ESPN is calling these Korean games from Bristol, Connecticut. So they, they right. how to do that as well. I, but, but that's something to keep an eye on. I think the ESPN, I think John had already done some things where they stationed their announcers back home and they called it off the feed, like, you know, Mac games and lower level division one stuff where they didn't tell the audience that oh, our announcers are not at the site. They're just calling it off TV. Yeah, it's been a slow trend that's going on, and, and the, the whole the past two months has really ex- accelerated that trend. So the, the the key is the key that I'm looking for is what's going to happen once we get back. And and but yeah. believe me, you, you can see Disney's uh, reports from uh, you know ocean liners to the you know theme parks to everything else. They're going to be looking to cut costs, and that's a pretty yeah. uh, natural and easy way to do it. By the way. I, I, from a camera standpoint, now with remote-controlled cameras, and I'm not trying to put any camera operators out of work. They're good people, and they do a tough job. But I don't know why, John, NFL stadiums don't install essentially a dozen robotically-controlled stanchions that have cameras on them. They don't have to be as big as they once were to give you really good quality video. And just to have them all controllable by a network hub in the stadium and save a ton of money and be plug and play. Has anyone yeah, experimented you know with that? The, you, you know what the great part about that is there are no fans in the stand right now, stands right now, and and so they don't have to worry about blocking the view of a high paying, a high ticket. So That's you're going to see a basketball game. You're going to see people on the court uh, essentially with with cameras that they couldn't have before because you know it's a fact yeah, that are paying two thousand bucks a ticket. Yeah, it'll be a good revival for the boogermobiles of the world. Which, <laughs> God, I'd love to own that thing if uh, they could find it. Hey, um, I, the other thing that, speaking of the boogermobile, ESPN says they are still taking their time with whoever is going to be in the Monday Night Football booth. By now, they usually would have had that set because the schedule's coming out on Thursday. When do you think they'll announce it? 
And what are they going to do? Because I've heard reports, maybe from your publication, that the possibility of just throwing Tess and Boog overboard and starting over is not out of the question. Um, That's not out of the question. Tess is really well-liked internally. I think the idea that he comes back is, uh, right now, if I were betting on it, I'd get that probably better than 50%. Sorry, Scott. No fan of Joe Tessitore. Looking good for him to come back. Sure what about Boog? Sure, he's a nice That's a man. Three-yard run, uh, yeah, uh, Booger. I think I think they 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 want him in a studio. I think that they feel like he's better in the studio, and so I think that if they they feel if they can get somebody uh, as an analyst that can work better with uh, with Joe Tessa, people might appreciate Joe, uh, Tessa a little bit more. Uh, but I also think that it's a a one or two step process before they get into the Super Bowl rotation, which is what, which they want to do in the next rights deal. Uh, to, so, so you you could see them make a sort of a stopgap move, and then and then a bigger move down the uh, you know one or two years from now. John saw your tweets and saw the amazing feedback about this gent Phil Dean, who's going to be the new Monday Night Football producer. It means what for the people at home? Um, what it means is that the the. Uh, production the monday night football production that, that you've gotten used to over the past five years that have that's been you know really highly criticized the people that, that were kind of in charge of that are out of the truck they're pretty much gone now they haven't they have new blood in there and this guy phil dean is going to be uh one of the guys that's going to be responsible for bringing people into the booth so you so, so you're, you're going to see ultimately there, there are only so many ways that you can produce a football game uh, and, and, but but you're, you're at the edges. Uh, that, that's where you're going to see it. And, and uh, he's been doing a lot of the college football. ESPN's been highly praised for college football. So uh, my my expectation is that it's going to be a really professional, good broadcast. All right, very good, John. Always a pleasure to talk to you. We'll read your stuff at Sports Business Journal. Follow him on Twitter at ourand o u r a n d underscore s b j on Twitter. Thank you, Johnny. Hey, happy to end on a positive note. Thanks for having me, Zay. There you go. Gonzaga to the moon and back. Right? Local mafia. Yes. Old Gonzaga high. Yeah, cruise ships. Disney owns cruise ships. Did you see last hour? Here we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so much for the good times, so much for the positivity. Here, do you want to hear Costanza again? Sure, sure. She did. Was that wrong? Was that wrong? <laughs> Should I not have done that? I tell you, I got to plead ignorance on this thing, because if anyone had said anything to me at all when I first started here, that that sort of thing was frowned upon. <laughs> you know, because I've worked in a lot of offices, and <laughs> I tell you, people do that all the time. Yeah. All right, you're going to say, Scott. Shanghai Disneyland begins a phased reopening on May the 11th, Zabe, and according to the details, reduced capacity, reservations required, no more fast pass, face masks, social distancing, contact tracing, I believe I'm seeing on Twitter, among other things, but it'll be limited, but they are trying to get things back to normal with Shanghai Disneyland reopening May 11th. Good. There's some people on Twitter I see that are on team. What the? What's the point? They see that plexiglass blackjack table and say, "What's the point?" Mm-hmm. They see a concert that is going to go on that's going to have 15 percent capacity, and they say, "What's the point?" Right. And my response is simply, 
it's to stand up again. It, you got to start somewhere. Everybody knows that restaurants starting out with 25% max capacity are restaurants that are going to go bankrupt. We know that, but that's not going to be the end goal. You have to crawl and then get up on a, a one leg and a knee and start to walk. That To me, that's when, when people say, what's the point? I'm like, you kidding me? This is a this is the biggest challenge and financial crisis we've seen in our lifetime, so you got to figure it out because we all like these things. We all like going to theme parks and restaurants and going to ball games. so figure it out. Someday we'll take all those big stupid plastic shields and we'll throw them into a safe recycling area in the desert <laughs> or we'll melt them down or something. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that to me that is the point. So, all right, good. There you go. Uh, Journey has canceled their tour for the summer, Scott, to which somebody said, so I guess they stopped believing. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just sitting right there. there. The joke is sitting right you, there. You could have gone that way. You could have gone, so you guys going to go your separate ways for the next <laughs> <few months>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Quick break. We're back with more right after this. Now back to the Steve Zabin Show on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. All right, text windows open. A lot of people out there chiming in. Uh, This one from our friend Jack Briggs. He says, Zabin, Mr. Lynn, I wanted to thank you guys for the great shows these past 50-plus days in those sports. You two have been a blessing. Adam Carolla coined a term that is in the Urban Dictionary. It's called black simile, confusing two black actors for each other. Adrice Elba comes to mind. You should petition to get the McCown zone included. It may be the first year in over a decade that we may be denied this chance. The McCown zone. What what did I say the McCown zone was? Is I mean, it, it was something about because there was was there two McCown brothers that were in the NFL or three? Uh, two. Okay. Josh. Cade, and, uh... Well, Josh McCown. Cade McCown was unrelated. Right. Josh Cade McCown. McCown Oh, yeah, McCown's, Josh, McCown's zone. Josh, Luke, and former A&M quarterback uh, Randy, who never made the show, but Luke played in the in the NFL. Josh played in the NFL. Anyway, he says we, we need to get uh, get that they, the term McCown zone included. i got to remember, help me out, Texters, what it was. It was something about when your quarterback is so bad you have to sign a McCown or something. Yeah, Luke was uh, Luke started in 04, played through 17. Browns, several with the Bucks, couple with the Jags, practice squad or offseason with the Saints, Luke with the Falcons, back to the Saints for three, and then Cowboys offseason 2017, and Josh played from 02 to 20. Yeah. You know, you name it, he was there. He says, let's get Zay Vegas Fall Edition an event to, for the ages. Take care, Jack Briggs. Oh, it's going to be absolutely. Can I come? I'd love to be there. Yeah. Can, it's not opposite your kids' birthdays. No. Would you come? What's what's the, the month you're looking at? People would be so delighted. It, we're going to go during the Masters week, so that would be the November 
seventh, eighth, ninth, or something like that. Uh, ninth to the fifteenth, like right? Is that it? Yeah. Is that you looking at Masters right now? The rescheduled Masters yeah, tournament in the fall. So yeah, we're whatever. Mid November. It's two Thanks. weeks before Thanksgiving. So we got. We would love to have you. Year. Let's get it on. Actually, I just heard Thanksgiving's oh. been canceled. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Too many people. To, you have to socially distance at Thanksgiving and a limited number of people. So you're going to have to really pare down that Thanksgiving dinner list. Seven people or less is the CDC recommendation. Can we go back to Four your one, what's the point thing for a second? Because that yeah. really bothers me. It's like, oh. who, who, you know. I, My I know, stance bothers you? No, not you. Oh. The, what's I, the I, team, what's the point? Yeah, I you know I love my family. I love I, I love the ability to God, thank you God work from home and and do this with you. I don't love what's happened to so many of our friends and neighbors and everybody. So what what you're saying ultimately when you say team, what's the point? Is why bother? We're good now, and let's just keep on plummeting. What is your point with that outlook? Thank you. That's that's a, a Preach, horrible brother. cloud. That you just want to, I mean, right. God bless, man. Right. Or people that say there's a story came out about the future of flying, more expensive flights, longer waits, and no alcohol. And somebody said, I mean, who's going to fly if they don't have to anyway right now? And I'm telling you, half the country is the answer, would and will. But, yeah, I understand. If you don't want to, if you don't can't, if you don't feel comfortable, that's great. Of course, I'll be flying with my respirator mask. Hey, everybody. How you doing? All right. That's cool. And if you think I can't sit on a plane with a full respirator for a five-hour flight, you're wrong. I can do it. Sit on that damn mower with it on in blistering heat. This would be an easy one for me. It's cake. Right. 414, it's incredible that, that the last dance... As so quick has so quickly risen to the most watched sports documentary of all time, while it's surprising that it passed up bas- basketball, <laughs> I simply can't believe it's already ahead of dodgeball. Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. those aren't actual documentaries, but yes. You're excited. Feel these nipples. There you go, Mr. Costas in basketball. I wonder if he regrets doing that movie. Probably not. Check. No regrets from him. 703, Viva Cinco de Mayo, and they sent a picture of a margarita glass with a margarita in it with either salt or sugar on the rim. Nice. Are margaritas salt or sugar, or is it only salt? Daiquiris tend to go with the sugar type thing. You salt the rim for margarita or you don't. But also, I was actually, your boy Johnny Rhodes was tweeting back and forth to B&I today. Sorry about that. You can. It's okay. You can do mezcals and make that sort of smoky tequila, and then sting the glass with some. There's a a spicy, like a Cajun salt around the rim. It's really good and highly recommended because I'm a mezcal guy. Okay, the difference between a margarita and a daiquiri, rum, as opposed to tequila. That's it, huh? Rum goes in a I daiquiri. Can't, Starberry I can't taste. Yes. Yeah, I can't taste the difference because it's oh, just so sugary. That's a you problem. But oh, no, really? The mix, okay. Yeah. The, well, the mix is the mix, and either you like rum or you don't. 
And you like rum. You like your crack, and you like, like your brown tequila rum, and your enough. clear rum. Yeah. I love tequila. I am not a rum guy. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Nike is stuck with about 3 million pairs of Kaepernick's. Some guy says, hmm, maybe we can repurpose them. You want to donate them to healthcare workers? <laughs> They're not giving them the top-of-the-line Kaepernick's. Those are expensive shoes. And by the way, I think they've sold pretty well. Uh all things considered, I, I'm not a sneaker guy, but whatever. 301, COVID, quote, I'm the most feared pandemic in over a century. Meanwhile, <laughs> hold my beer. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, 443, Zave, I'm coming to Zave Vegas in the fall if you can bring Neil Ferguson so we can fade him. Worst prediction guy ever. Uh, 202, yes, 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 please do us a huge favor and do a mock you are looking live on Friday after the first schedule is out, after not the first schedule, yeah. but after the whole schedule is out, I beg of you, for the love of God and all that is holy and just, please, please, please do it. 301, please give us a mock. You were looking live on Friday. Just two 1 o'clock games. I need it bad. That's a totally different number. Same sentiment. Nice. Two five six. Zabe, Zabe, your idea of dreaming, that's not dreaming. That's called a trip, and it happens after eating LSD. Sober up and come back to earth. 301, other song options include Every Time I Dream by the Everly Brothers or California Dreaming by the Mamas and the Papas. Yeah, we could do a variety of songs. 571, I miss Dirty Jack Nicholas. That's evil Jack Nicholas, not Dirty Jack, but it seems like he's been working more and more blue and sexual and dirty these days. Right, you, waiting on a charity, you waiting on a charity event for me? Because Rory's got one, and he's bringing some douchebag named Matthew Wolf. I had to look up that penis, <laughs> and I had no idea who he is, what he did, and, and apparently I'm going to have to design Jack. a course for these. <laughs> Doinks. Evil Jack, that is not right. Matthew Wolf is a young rising star with a very funky swing, hits it a mile. He's going to be a staple on this tour, and, and Rory and him is going to be an interesting combo next week. On that charity event on NBC. Seven four zero. I'm dreaming. Seven four zero. I'm dreaming with you, Zabe, to buying tickets to Vegas on that weekend right now. Well, I'm not saying you should buy tickets. Just penciled yet. in, right? Just penciled yeah. in. God Something will. tells me you're gonna be able to catch a flight. Uh, so don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, totally much. Yeah. Exactly. Someone says I should apply to be the Houston Texans facility hygiene coordinator. Oh, yes. Because then every, yeah. I could dress up like Bill O'Brien and maybe even start running the franchise quietly behind the scenes. Nobody would know the, the difference. Did you see the memes when that hygiene facility coordinator came out? It was a picture no. of Dwight Schrute in a still from oh, the office, yeah. and he was, you know. Yeah, what, whatever he was, it's it made me laugh, and I you know I've seen like one or two episodes of the show, pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening to the uh, Office Ladies podcast with Jenna Fisher and Angela Martin. It's funny, I know exactly. They're chatty girls, bah, 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 bah. learning whatever. interesting backstory stuff about the show itself. 
I do like that show. All right, whoa, look at the time on the wall. Look at the clock on the wall there. Time is flying. Let's get one more DMV Sports Desk with Scott Lynn coming up. And before we're done in this hour of the program, we'll play the birthday game as well. You're listening to the Steve Zabin Show on the Team 980, 95.9 FM, of course, on the Team 980 app, and in Richmond on our ESPN Richmond affiliate, 99.5 FM and 1027 as well. The DMV Sports Desk on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. This report brought to you by the FCC. Do you watch free TV with an antenna? Are some of your local channels missing? Find them again by rescanning your TV using your remote. Not sure how? Learn more at FCC.gov slash TV rescan. Tweet from baseball insider John Heyman. MLB execs have not apprised the union of any particular proposed starting date for the season. And at this point, the sense is, as Heyman notes, July 1st could be on the optimistic side. It's not ruled out, but it's also not close to a likelihood. Not yet anyway. Frank Gore back for another season. He'll be 37 mid-May. Signed a one-year deal with the Jets. Speaking of the Jets, wide receiver Quincy Inunua. Remember him? Played only one game in 2019 because of a neck injury. He's not going to play this year either. He's already been placed on the pup list, again, done for the upcoming season. And Nunwa has only played in that one game since signing a four-year, $33-plus contract extension. Maybe Marshawn comes back to the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe not. Baseball's Hall of Fame induction already put on hold till 2021. Pro Football Hall of Fame looking at other plans. Canton tells USA Today there's five ideas for the game, including pushing the game itself to late August, as well as the 10 new inductees being officially placed in the hall. Says David Baker, we're not going to do anything that's not safe. Rafa Nadal says he'd just call the tennis season right now and start looking ahead to 2021. Tells reporters in a published interview, he's more concerned with the Australian Open than with what happens later this year. I think, quote, 2020 has already been practically lost. This report, a service of AAA Car Care. AAA is here for you. Save big on a new set of tires during the May tire sale at your neighborhood AAA Car Center. Not a member, not a problem. AAA Car Care Centers are open to everyone. Visit AAA.com slash mycar for details. DMV weather, 56, cloudy in Silver Spring. Clouds, chance of showers tonight, overnight, upper 40s. Rain, 50 to 55 degrees tomorrow. 50 to 55 degrees tomorrow. Nobody's really sure what time it is these days. These days, wake up with Kevin Sheehan Show, 6 to 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. Doc and Galdi, 9 to noon. B. Mitch at noon. Zabe Show takes you home 3 to 7 on the Team 980, 95.9 FM. More of the Zabe Show on this Tuesday. So we continue from the 95.9 FM Team 980 studios. Zabe, back to you. You know, Scott, there are the heroes we want in a pandemic, and then there are the heroes we need. And then sometimes heroes rise up from the boredom and the muck, and they grab us by the shirt and say, I am here. This young man is a hero for doing this. I've never seen a more creative use of pots, pans, and endless amounts of time than this. A young man has recreated with pots, pans, gravity, and one ping pong ball the opening John Tesh riff of up, 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 basketball. You got to see this. I'll make sure to retweet it. But uh, this is the kid that figured out, hey, wait a minute. All he does is he takes a pan and he taps the ball downward 
onto the counter of his parents' kitchen, then onto a bunch of other pans and pots and plates and you name it. Here's what it sounds like. And it times out perfectly. How many takes did that require? <laughs> He's going to have to, he needs to build an even bigger machine that does the second part. Doesn't, don't you want to hear more? I do. I'm just so easily amused. I guess I'm punch drunk from all this boredom. (laughs) I'll retweet it right now. Uh, If you did not get to see it, go to my uh, Twitter feed at Zabe and you'll see it right there. Adorable. Your thoughts. Uh, I like and I love the the creativity. So many people have been doing, Zabe, whether it's it's the Pee Yourself Challenge, which I I was tempted during the commercial break to... No, I'm not typing watch that it? into my Twitter window. I don't need to see that. Plus, there's that stuff from Fergie at that concert, low those years ago, that if you want to see somebody who invented it, it was probably her. Or maybe she was sweating. But I was tempted to just type in the pots and pans thing, at least, because it's, it's, it's cool. The pee yourself? No. Yeah. No, stay away. Hank Haney, episode 199 of his podcast about golf. He used to be on SiriusXM. Then, you know, that whole controversy happened and he got fired. Uh, He talks about how Adam Hadwin, Canadian, is not keen to the idea that maybe when the tour comes back, they'll have to keep the flag sticks in for, you know, safety reasons because you don't want your hands all touching the inside of the cup, spreading your possible rota. Adam Hadwin, did you see what he said? Yeah, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to come back with the flag. Yeah, he said he said he may he may not play. He said I may rethink playing if the flag stick has to stay in the in the hall. You know what? Nobody will miss him. Oof. Stay home. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oof. Another one. Wouldn't know him from the man in the moon. Maybe nobody misses you, Hank Haney. Yeah, I mean, Hank really, really, Hank's move, playing man. for one point three million dollars. By the way, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but it's for the winner. Uh, you're making millions of dollars playing. You got companies that are that are uh, paying you to wear their clothes, to play their clubs, to wear their shoes, and you're not going to play because the flag sticks in. People don't even have a job. Nobody's working. He's not wrong. How many millions of Americans out of work, and you get a chance to play golf for a living, and you're going to go out there and say you're not playing because the flag sticks in. I mean. God, I, People need to get in touch with reality. You know? He's not wrong. I would have said this. Hey, Adam Hadwin, just say it's stupid. It's not backed by anything scientific, and I think it's dumb. But you know what? I'll still play. Is there money at stake? Is this what I do for a living? Yes, and yes, I'll be there. But mm-hmm. for God's sakes, this is the dumbest thing ever. It's a lot of theater going on right now. Matthew Barry Scott uh, is a big Redskin fan. And here's what he says about Antonio Gibson, uh, the Redskins' third-round pick out of Memphis. They didn't have a second, so he was our second overall pick, right? Uh, Our version of Christian McCaffrey. Nice. Running back, wide receiver combo. Here's Matthew Barry. It comes from talent and opportunity. I want to give you a rookie right now, a fantasy sleeper that has both, a ton of both. 
and it's Antonio Gibson of my Washington Redskins. This is not the homer in me talking. I am a homer. But believe me, Antonio Gibson has a lot of talent, Six foot two, twenty-eight, four three forty, and he's got insane opportunity. Maybe he's not as big a name as some of the guys who were drafted ahead of him, and you may not think he's as talented, but trust me, he's very talented. If you don't want to trust me, will you trust Ron Rivera, head coach of the Washington Redskins, who says uh, Antonio Gibson reminded him of Christian McCaffrey, a similar skill set, he said. Uh, okay. Now, no, I'm not saying Antonio Gibson is Christian McCaffrey. I'm not even saying he's going to be used as much as McCaffrey was in Carolina last year. He's not going to get that insane kind of usage. But what I will say is that he's a very talented player and a very versatile one, and that versatility is what Ron Rivera and Scott Turner, the offensive coordinator of the Washington Redskins, valued in drafting Antonio Gibson. Look, they need playmakers. Their offense is going to be challenged. We know this, okay? And so you're not going to be able to just, you know, sort of hat in a hat, beat a defense if you're the Redskins next year. You're going to have to out-scheme them. You're going to have to get clever. You're going to have to try different things. And so that's how the versatility of Antonio Gibson comes in there. Massive opportunity here. I think he slides into the number two wide receiver opposite Terry McLaurin. And I think he's going to get some run as well as a running back. They'll find different ways to get him the ball in his hands. You think about Carolina last year when Scott Turner was there with Rivera. Panthers last year, second in the NFL in pass attempts. Now, hopefully the Redskins aren't as bad defensively as Carolina was last year, but... Make no mistake, they're going to throw. Scott Turner, son of Norv, is going to throw. And so I assure you, Dwayne Haskins can get the ball to Antonio Gibson. They're going to find different ways to get this guy the ball. He's going to touch it a ton. Massively talented. Love him in Dynasty. Love him as a sleeper this year. When you're doing redraft this year, Antonio Gibson needs to be one of the first five rookies taken any position. Ah, uh, fantasy football. Wow. That's nicety right there. It's a lot of love, Zabe. A lot. You know what? If he's not the next Christian McCaffrey, which nobody said he was. It's unfair to me to twist Ron Rivera's words. But let's just say if he can be our uh, Chris Thompson replacement, Mm -hmm. I'm happy with that. All good. That would be great right there. So looking forward to that. Coming up, birthday game. Who's celebrating today? Next. All right, time for the birthday game. We are ready to go, Mr. Walker. What do you got? Okay, so the first birthday we have today is Adele. Adele. Not a Mac, but Adele. That's funny, Jeff. Um, Adele is uh, Adele's 32. I just got it right now. <laughs> This is how slow I'm processing things. Sorry. It's funny. Adele is older than that, Scott. She's 41, but lovely still. Yeah, you should have doubled down with Scott on that when she is 32. Wow. Yes. Scott has a no-hitter going. One down, three to go. Remember, if he gets it right, he gets the steak dinner with all the trimmings from yours truly. Good luck. Here we go. Number two. Next, we have Vanessa Bryant. Oh, man. It's tough, wasn't it, Jeff, seeing Kobe in that documentary on Sunday night? Yes, man, it was. That just it got you right, right in the gut, man. Scott Vanessa Bryant is? By the way, she she's beautiful. She she's is beautiful. Beautiful. Strong, um, brave woman, too. Absolutely. Beauty, grace, uh, strength. Uh, she's, she's 36. She's a little younger than Kobe. 
And Kobe was 40, and so she's 38. All right, Scott, Zabe, you get the bell. Yeah! 38. Nicely done, buddy. Okay, next we have R&B artist Chris Brown. Man. I woke up in Steve Zabin's body. <laughs> Chris Brown. Right? Jeff, he's Freaky Friday, right? That's yeah. him? There you go. Among other things. And, and among other brushes with the law. Um, Chris Brown is, uh, Chris Brown's, Chris Brown's 34. Now he's old. He's, he's 41. Go back to 41. I'm feeling 41 today. He's 31. Damn. I'm overshooting. Hold and last on, but not the least. On this gun. Last but not least, we have PJ Tucker of the Houston Rockets, of course. PJ is uh, PJ's thirty-two. He's probably old. I'll I'll double chip at thirty-two. Scott's been more accurate than me. He's thirty-five years old. I was gonna go to thirty-four. Okay. I got it wrong. There anyway. you go. Damn it! You know what happens when it's Taco Tuesday and it falls on Cinco de Mayo? LeBron James is very happy. Tuesday, psych, because it's Taco Tuesday. Already tried to pat trademark it. That yeah. didn't go so well. Now oh, that's so what adorable. Look at his kids. What is it? Ready? What is Taco Tuesday? It's Taco Tuesday. Y'all on Space Jam right now shooting, and y'all wish I could show y'all the whole uniform, but I can't. But more importantly, y'all know what today is, right? Sink of the mile. Taco Tuesday. There you go. Enjoy some tacos today for sure. If you can find the meat for them. Get this. Wendy's says that about 18% of their chain's 5,500 restaurants are not serving hamburgers right now. Oh, no. Oh, it is. The reason is meat shortages, which were warned about uh, last week as things started hitting processing plants pretty hard. It is ironic that it would be Wendy's, Scott, because what was their famous commercial back in the day? Where's the beef, Zabe? And the answer is, where's the beef? Still eating grass in a field somewhere because coronavirus yep so i guess it's what chicken sandwiches and fries it's chili and frosties at mm-hmm. wendy's what, what what else you got to Last, eat there besides not, burgers not this past weekend but the weekend before they said you know because of the current coronavirus crisis we can't give you hugs but we'll give you free nugs and they gave out <laughs> remember we remember we talked about that no hugs who, who went nugs around town? instead yeah, he had a car full of cold nuggets, but they gave them away. Uh, you can always go right. get nuggets. They have good chicken sandwich as well. Sure. Right. Novak Djokovic breaks COVID-19 rules to play tennis in Spain. Club takes blame for it. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, salon owner in Dallas who defied police orders and opened up 
has been sentenced to seven days in jail. In California, they've got a no-bail policy, meaning they don't want to put people in, in jail because of the coronavirus, so they caught one guy who had been arrested three times in one day. Catch and release. Catch and mm-hmm. release. Catch Great. and release. The guy was trying to steal a car the first time. They get him. They arrest him. They go, okay, cut it out. They, they tussle his hair. They give him a noogie. Like, stop that crime stuff. Then he's caught stealing stuff off of people's lawns, and they bust him again, and they give him a harder noogie, and they go, seriously, stop it, all right? Now go along with your bad self. And then they catch him a third time, this time in a stolen car. So he got a stolen car, and he was arrested. Grand Theft Auto. I assume he was released again. Although maybe at that point they said, we got to do something about this catch and release. It's almost like he knows there's no repercussions. But a salon owner is going to, the, going to jail for seven days, so that's good. Almost. Got right. There was that park uh, in uh, SPs uh, have been they... virtually canceled. Yes, uh, they are going to not be live this year. They are going to be presented earlier in June, but um, virtually. And only on and ESPN can... flagship, not the ABC right. network, because normally they throw it on both or all over the place. Right. And I, uh, I think nobody's really that upset about that bit of news, right? Um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to something, anything. I'm looking forward to the more schedule on Thursday night, buddy. More importantly, Scott, this. You love this. <laughs> Real American genius. <laughs> Coming up, the best of hour here on the Steve Zabin Show on the Team 980 and ESPN Richmond 99.5 FM and 102.7 FM. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate it. Stay tuned for more of me and us in the best of hour right here on the Team 980.